If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Money Vikings Podcast, where we conquer financial freedom. Join Greg, Jerry, and Bob as they discuss everything investing and personal finance. The Money Vikings Podcast is hosted by three dads who are doing what they can each day to burn down debt and build wealth. Learn the path to true wealth. Their podcast and website, moneyvikings.com, is a treasure trove of ideas. So without further ado, here they are, the Money Vikings. DeFi to blow your mind, NFT art auction update, hint, I'm a crappy Picasso. And why is money such a critical human invention? Doge versus dollar, is it all a joke? Welcome to the Money Vikings podcast number 34, everybody. Bob, Jerry, you there? <laughs> Hell yeah, we're here. Dude, these get better every time. Yeah. <laughs> they, oh. I love those things. Well, I, I, uh, it, it is... Well, we'll get into it, guys. It is yeah. true. I'm a crappy Picasso. No, you're not. But um, <laughs> anyway, uh, what a, what a, we have so much to talk about. And a uh, couple couple things first, guys, I want to say. Shout out to our audience because we're going to be getting some great feedback from people listening to the show. And I just wanted, we wanted to say thank you very much like for listening. Yeah. It means a lot because we can do, we can do, we can talk the three of us together and help each other out. But it is also nice to help a lot of other people and have sort of that that back and forth. So everybody who's listening, thank you very much. Um, and on that topic, guys, I, we were honored uh, to be listed as a top personal finance and investing blog for 2021 by the financial freedom blog moneybyramey.com, uh, hosted by our friend Matthew Ramey. So very cool site and appreciate the mention. So uh, some good stuff there. Um Guys, we always start the show with news items. So let's go here. Let's go here first. Um, Bitcoin taking a plunge. A plunge? Well, what would you call it? I don't know. I love, I love how the media is just going nuts with this. It's crashing. It's dying. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I do see it going down. It was, what, 63, 65? last week a couple weeks ago now it's 48 at the time of this recording on uh, april 25th 2021 but i don't know i mean it's crypto for crying out loud it's it's right. supposed to be volatile and uh i don't know if it's a crash i i mean don't you guys see it as a buying opportunity yeah, yeah yeah you know what jerry i totally agree with you and i'm glad you called it out like that because you're absolutely right when something went goes you know when something started the year at 30,000 or 29,000 it goes to 63 and then it goes back to 50 and then they call it a crash and you're mm -hmm. like well okay <laughs> I mean uh yeah yeah I'm it, with you it gets one. it gets clicks right that's true that so, is true so this is in, in I recently listened to um I was listening to a couple things 
on this. So I guess there is a cycle of Bitcoin. So Bitcoin has this, this cycle where it drops off and the drop off did occur that, that we saw this big sell off. It occurred on, on, on the cycle um, of one of its more massive corrections. Um, but then there was also, um, there's some talk because the SEC just put into effect a new ruling around liquidity um, that they believe that a lot of the hedge funds and, and whatnot had um, really bought into cryptocurrencies to drive up their cost base. So, so it shows, you know, because cryptos can, can, can rock it because they don't have people shorting them necessarily like you do a stock. So mm -hmm. the price can really shoot up and it shows that they have more, um, more money, more assets that they can actually liquidate quote unquote. Um, so that part of these sec rulings. So the, the other side of it is they're thinking that the timing also lined up with that and those hedge funds and, and firms had actually sold off position to then take that money back out and liquidate. Mm -hmm. So, well, I think you're onto something, Bob. I mean, for one thing, there's still only a finite supply, right? right. And in a lot of ways, mm -hmm. I've also read counter arguments along the lines of what Jerry was saying, where it's like, yeah, it, it came down a little bit, but also, you know, rule rulemaking and legitimizing will help this thing in the long run. Yeah. So, you know, there's that, that kind of going on as well. I did notice guys that, that ETH held up though, really yeah. well. You know, mm -hmm. ETH just kind of plugs along right now, and I yes. understand gas fees are down and all that. So that's another interesting kind of development. Are you they going down? That has to do with Ethereum too? ETH two coming up. That is a. There's so much on ETH two. Like some people yeah. are really excited about it. Uh, that you, it, it changes from proof of work to proof of stake. So miners, miners hate it because they're not going to be able to make as much mining, if anything. And then, you know, you can stake it. So it's less, uh, less of a carbon footprint, all that type of stuff, because you have to just put in Ethereum that you own in order to stake it. Um, I'm kind of excited about that, though. Um, you know, I'll mine as long as I can my little rig here, which is my gaming PC with the GTX 1070 graphics card making me uh, seven cents an hour. But uh, nice. Uh, I, 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 I think coin, Coinbase, cool. Coinbase lets you cool. stake ETH2. That's what they're calling it. And I'm on the waiting list. I check probably hourly to see if they've let me in because I want my 6% of just staking Ethereum. I'll be very happy when they do that. So if the miners are going to make less ETH, isn't that going to drive up the price? Doesn't that mean less supply? Well, or we're, we're, I think miners are also doing validation too, right? Isn't it? It's, there's, oh, yeah. You, yeah, there's multiple functions. I don't know all the details of every role that uh, people play in the Ethereum ecosystem, but yeah, there is. There's validation. There's miners. There's people that stake their Ethereum. So, um, well, Jerry, I, one thing I do I do appreciate you keeping us uh, our heads straight regarding the uh, media narrative because I think that was that was like really the main point here is like yeah. You know, I use the word plunge, but it's like, well, really did it? And I, you know, maybe it didn't yeah. actually. So, um, I mean, that, that drop is, it is in alignment with this, just a basic correction, you know, it, it, it's just that the, because it's a high dollar amount, right? It's 60, over $60,000 per ETH and it drops below 50. Um, that's kind of in alignment with it. You mean a correction? Bitcoin or ETH Bitcoin. is, I'm sorry, okay. not ETH. I'm sorry, not ETH. Uh, but yes. 
Bitcoin. It drops below, but it drops below fifty um, dollars per coin, uh, fifty thousand dollars per coin. It's kind of in alignment with a correction. Yeah. Well, along the lines of the of the Bitcoin news, I guess. So I I read today or heard today that Elon Musk is hosting SNL, the next SNL. So oh, wow. I guess the question is, will he mention Doge to the moon? That seems to be the big question. <sighs> he, he he tweeted he said we'll see how live saturday night live really is with the purple devil emoji so ah. i wonder wonder what that means but yeah i'm looking forward to um my predictions are he'll uh hopefully he'll make fun of himself he'll throw uh steel balls at a cyber truck and maybe recreate that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my i was talking to my uh my 14 year old on our hike this afternoon about it he thought that uh maybe he would play some like low level intern that gets bossed around <laughs> that's 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 very creative You're yeah sure at snl like, Love it. <laughs> that's cool i so. don't know well speaking of doge doge day was a bust man i was like uh. up all night it was 4 20 i was i was i was i was going nuts with uh with uh, sending out our, our NFT, uh, our Doge Da Vinci NFT that I was so proud of. And nothing, man, nothing happened. It was, it was just like nothing. So that was kind of uh, interesting. It, so I don't know if that shows sort of, you know, how far can this meme stock thing go? You know, yeah. that's kind of one thought I had is uh, uh, anyway. I, I, I think at this point, what it, it, I think... Um... The perfect storm occurred with GameStop and AMC, the Wall Street bet stuff. And I think at this point now, anything that does happen that is the meme or the the social media stocks is going to be um, fake. It's going to be it, it's probably going to be some hedge fund or, or somebody trying to stimulate something or trying to, to corner people and, and take advantage of a situation. That's what I feel like. Yeah, I think point. you're onto something, Bob. It seems like a one-off thing that kind yeah. of like the stars aligned, and now it's like we want to recreate that or something. But right. I don't know. I mean, again, have all this stuff, that, in my opinion, as part of a sound financial plan. I mean, if if somebody's whole like existence is you know everything in Doge, I I, no. I would just kind of shy away from that. But no. I, but hey, yeah. I've been messing around. You guys mess around. It's 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 kind of fun to play around. So it's, but, yeah, it's fun to play around. And learn about these different currencies and the differences between them too i mean doge is uh infinite it's not finite like bitcoin so that's right. one of the main concerns i have about it and two it's not maintained like bitcoin in fact right. i think tesla or elon musk someone in his organization released a patch to uh bitcoin blockchain fix something you know there it's mm. it's got active maintenance going on from open source community and doge was just i don't know if people are picking up now that it's uh bloomed in popularity recently but uh yeah those are my two uh concerns with doge long term yeah so. definitely stuff has to be maintained so so speaking do you want to walk us through um decentralized finance or d defi is that what they call it yeah defi d there's d apps there's decks there's there's so many it's it's just really interesting rabbit hole i've gone down the last two or three weeks playing around and uh Imagine banks didn't exist. Brokerages didn't exist. You didn't need Schwab or Fidelity or Tastyworks or any of them to, to trade, or borrow money, to loan money, to make trades, to, to sell um, dollars for Bitcoin. Can, can you imagine that? That's what, that's what DeFi is. There's no 
one Crazy. central authority managing it, all this stuff. It literally, it actually really, the way I'm really excited about this discussion because it actually does my, you know, my catchphrase on our show is it blows my mind. So it really does blow my <laughs> mind um, because the amount of, the amount of um, savings to the consumer and you gotta, you gotta right. really ask yourself, do, do we, do we need these middlemen? Right. And are they, you know, are they, are the gatekeepers adding value? Some would say, probably say yes. I'm sure, uh, you know, Jamie Diamond of, of Chase would say, yes, we add quite a bit of value. But um, as this evolves, um, I think we need to ask ourselves, maybe they need to step up their value game. I'm not sure. But um, it's, it's pretty futuristic to me. Uh, and it'd be interesting. It's going to be amazing to see how it unfolds. I, I agree. It, it is very futuristic. It's very interesting. You know, it's, I think it's going to help a lot of people in other parts of the world where maybe they don't have access to all of these types of, of uh, instruments to, to borrow or to loan uh, or to trade, you know, and uh, there's so much going on. I, I don't even really know where to start, but what I can talk about is I watched this, uh, this video on YouTube from what do they call themselves? The defiant, the defiant, great, great YouTube channel, really nice production value, pretty humorous and entertaining too, but they walk through great how, name. Yeah. How you can get, how you can get 20% uh, return uh, interest on an investment. So that, that was, I mean, pretty simple use case, right? You want to get 20%, but right you don't want to jump through a lot of hoops. So the idea is that you, you end up with, uh, you, you have to get into this stable coin, which is a uh, crypto, but it's pegged to the U S dollar. Then you invest it in this other protocol called the anchor protocol. And once you deposit it into the anchor protocol, you start getting 20% APR. And I've, I've already noticed from two days I've made, you know, seven cents. <laughs> so huh. I, I just did it with a hundred bucks and mm -hmm. I wanted to do an experiment to see if it was possible. It looks like it's working and it is. So I will gradually sort of ratchet up the amount that I'm investing in this thing until I learn more, but I can walk you through just at a, you know, real high level, kind of the, the steps I had to go through to get there. Let's do it. So I wanted can to get I, to can, Yeah. Can yeah. Get my, um, can I get my um, home loan refied or not yet? You know, I, I think that's probably possible. You just have to be really? uh, creative and, and, yeah, and I, I, I think you can, I think there's, there's really, you know, no, no telling how far we can, we can take this thing. It wow. is kind of the wild west. Yeah. Um, that's, that's one thing I'll say is, you know, I can't call anchor protocol customer service and say, oh, well, I typed in the wrong memo and, and I, uh, I screwed up my, my, my wallet address. Can you fix that? No, there's no it's wild west and you got to be, you got to do it carefully and you got to do it correctly. And, you know, I went through a bunch of different adventures trying to do it. The first thing I did was I needed to get $100 into this UST. It's a different stable coin that I just mentioned, much like tether that you guys know about, or uh, Coinbase has a USDC. Uh, there's a lot of them, but this is the first one that I had uh, heard of called UST, which is on the Terra network, which is like, it's it's another blockchain like Ethereum, but the gas fees are so cheap. So that's why I was anxious to get there. I had to take the hit one time, but once I was on Terra, 
now I can do what I need to do for pennies on the dollar to move stuff around. So I had to get this USDT. Where do you get USDT? I had to do a lot of research. And uh, the only place I could really do it was with uh, KuCoin, another brokerage, kind of like Coinbase, but I had to sign up with KuCoin. Okay, so I, I signed up for KuCoin and I wanted to put in my debit card and just buy $100 of UST so I could send it over to the Terra wallet and do what I needed to do. Well, that wasn't possible. So I had to start with uh, $100 in Bitcoin that I had at another source. I just said, you know what, I'll just, this is so much easier if you don't actually have to mess with US dollars on these exchanges. Mm-hmm. So so I, I sent $100 from a wallet that I had with Bitcoin to KuCoin. And then I waited and then I waited and then I waited and I waited four days. I've never had a Bitcoin transaction take so long to mm. get to get $100 from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. But eventually it went through. I think, you know, Ethereum has gas fees. Bitcoin has mining fees or transaction fees. And I probably cheapened, cheaped out on the, on the fees. So my Miners only pick up transactions that are the most lucrative, and they're kind of in this queue called the mempool, which I learned an awful lot about waiting, you know, four or five days for my money to move. The men's pool? Mempool. Okay. Mem- are, they, are they sweaty? Yeah, these transactions just back up in it. And, and uh, I think at the same time, Bitcoin was uh, slowing down, the fees were going up. And the hash rate was going down. The difficulty was going up for mining. So it was just this perfect storm that made it take five days. Eventually, my money went into KuCoin. And at that point, it was like $90 instead of 100 just because of the, uh, the fees and everything. Mm-hmm. So, so now I've lost ten dollars of the twenty percent I'm trying to make. <laughs> well, we uh, are the we are the guinea pigs for our audience. We are. We, go, we, we, are. Go, we go through the pain so that it's true. <laughs> yeah, you can gain. But so yeah, go ahead. No, I said right. That's yeah, exactly it. <laughs> so I, I converted the uh, BTC to UST and KuCoin. Uh, again, the only exchange I could find that I could really reliably do that after doing research. So then I had a. Uh, KuCoin, and that was probably after that transaction, $75, $80. So I'm, every single time I'm going through this, I'm chopping away a little bit of my capital to get less and less. Uh, then the scary part was I took the UST stablecoin in KuCoin brokerage and sent that to a Terra wallet. And I was praying that was going to work because I wasn't sure if I was dealing with UST on an ERC token on the Ethereum blockchain or native Terra UST. It was native. So that was good. And the wallet, I probably should have mentioned this earlier. I had to create a whole new wallet, which is a browser plug into Chrome called, uh, and it's also an iOS and Android app called wow. Terra station, not to be confused with the dead song, Terrapin station, Terra station. <laughs> so then I moved it all over into Terra wallet. And then it was about, I don't know, $79 and once I was in Terra, it was very easy for me to use uh, the Terra wallet in Chrome. I went to app.anchorprotocol.com slash earn. And I just, it's very simple UX. You can just deposit or withdraw. So I deposited all of the Terra that I had. Um, and uh, now I'm starting to earn interest on it. And it'll probably take me a year to get back to that, a uh, little more than a year to get back to that $100. <laughs> so a lot of, that that is a that is actually pretty wild, Jerry. And a lot of things are sort of like hitting me here with this. So first of all, I mean, in this sort of 
early days of DeFi, you're working your ass off to get that 20%. Okay. Yes. Number one, yes. I mean, you are really sweating it to like make all this happen. And we all know the average consumer is not going to do all that. Right. <laughs> you know, but, but, yeah. but let me, but let me throw this out there. Let me throw this out there. I would argue that there is a case to be made that what you just went through. Okay. If a, if a Coinbase or a BlockFi or a Binance or whatever could make what you just went through into a simple, simplified UX experience, you know, I think you'd have a lot of people going into this type of investment, right? You're not mm -hmm. supposed to say that. We were supposed to do that after the show. Oh, yes. I was going to take my millions <laughs> uh, and hire a bunch of developers and coders well, and put them in it, a man. sweatshop. I mean, block... <laughs> BlockFi and Crypto.com and Nexo and all of the ones you hear ads for on all these podcasts, they are doing that, but I don't think they're paying 20%, right? What are you getting on uh, BlockFi? You're, you're doing that yeah. with your Bitcoin. It's more like 9 or 10%. Yeah. So that's yeah. the difference, I think. Maybe yeah. that's part of the reason why DeFi is so lucrative because you don't have middleman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, that, that really is a big component to, to getting things to take and and run and run is is incentivizing people to to do it right i mean yeah and then there's the other direction for me to get this money out and convert it back to us dollars am i gonna am i gonna lose 20 percent just trying to move uh, it back right. i don't know i haven't gotten there ask me in a year right <laughs> well that is that's great yeah well, well we will continue that um <laughs> That's cool. Well, thank you for giving me a headache and uh, <laughs> making me not want to earn twenty percent. Giving me nightmares money that way. <laughs> no, but it but it's interesting, and that's why we like we like experimenting with these things. And you know, right. you're experimenting with a hundred bucks, and heck, if you crack the code and you figure something out, and then you're earning twenty percent in your money, you know what would stop you from doing it with five grand or whatever, right? right? So exactly, yeah, exactly, it, and so that's like, really cool. And I'm lining up more more funding to try this again with a little. I think the, I, I think these, if it's the right term, the economies of scale work out when you use a little bit more money. But I'm not about to risk, you know, five grand on the first try to to yeah, try something like this. You, it's not guaranteed, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, next topic, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that, that, is, that is cool, though, Jerry. <laughs> Let's go into this show that we're hearing about, guys, um, that we watched. It's a show called Origins uh, for our audience, and I, I it's pretty cool. Um, the, I'll set this up for people. It's on Disney Plus, so if you're a Disney, if you're a Disney shareholder, you're going to want to get on this. But it's called Origins, and it basically goes through these seminal moments in human history that basically changed the whole course of history. So the first episode totally blew my mind because it was, it was about fire. And I, and I, you know, everybody knows like fire, like fire. You know, using, using fire, fire, using yeah. fire was like a big moment in human history, but you don't realize until you watch the show, how huge it was. I mean, we basically became, we were very like, we were hunted animal. We were the prey, basically. Right. We were hunted all the time and life was brutal and short. But when we learned how to harness and use fire, we all of a sudden, um, number one, our hunting abilities uh, started to improve. And this was, this was amazing. We were able to cook food. And the big thing about cooking food is this, before we could harness fire, we spent about seven to eight hours a day chewing, just trying to chew our food. And Ugh. so we didn't have a lot of time to do other things. 
when we used fire to cook our food, we basically shrunk that time down to chewing for an hour a day. So all of a sudden we had five to six more hours to sit around a fire and share <laughs> ideas for hunting, share ideas for NFTs, share oh, ideas yeah. for DeFi, Absolutely. you know, and, 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 and landing on the moon. DeFi 20% experiments with Sherry. Um, it all happened that quick. So, <laughs> but anyway, back to the show. So, that was the first one that gives you a flavor of what it's all about. But this, this, we, the third one, I think, I think it's the third one guys, uh, goes through, um, the history of money. Right. And so I just want to share a couple of these things and, and kind of see what you guys think about them. Um, so money is a concept originally concept of trade right so at first we were just trading stuff you know like i'll i'll take your spears for that bag of meat that you just barter system yeah bartering right we're trading okay but again trading was another thing that separated us from the animals so instead of rival clans just fighting each other we actually started trading instead so we had you know maybe the clans didn't trust one another but you could at least trust through trade right so there's kind of trust through trade um, and then so so then trade allowed humans to specialize. Right. So that so perhaps one human um, like Jerry was better at DeFi, but then I was really sucky at NFTs, but I thought I was cool. So, I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm coming up with bad analogies today. guys. <laughs> Usually they're OK. Um, but anyway, trading built trust. Um, and so so basically from trade. So if, if the audience is following here, so we went to trade and then in ancient Greece, they started using the concept of money. Right. So what they did is they started developing coins. So coins began to be used all around the ancient world. And typically you'd use gold, silver, precious gems, etc. But even shells and salt were used at one time. But again, this was a big leap for humanity. And I'm, I'm, I'm sharing these stories because I actually think we're living through this with Bitcoin, right? Because it's a, it's a huge leap for humanity. But I think from a, from a macro historical perspective, we have to realize that coins were a big initial leap for humanity. People were like, wait a minute, you're going to give me this little piece of metal instead of that goat that I wanted. And you're going to be like, Oh no, no, like, trust me, like you can take this metal to the market and you can buy the goat. And the first guy must've been like, what are you talking about? I want the goat, man. I don't want the metal. The goat? <laughs> thing gives me milk. What is the coin going to do? The cow. I don't know. The bag of meat. Whatever people wanted. The grain. So anyway, so so that was kind of the next progression. But then something really crazy happened, and the show goes into it. So Kublai Khan and then, the, and then also the Chinese Song Dynasty, they introduced paper money, okay? And this seriously blew people's minds. So like these like these like rich princes would walk into like Kublai Khan's like, you know, um, monarchy palace or whatever. And they bring like uh, uh, they, they were using coins. So they brought like their their bag of gold coins and they'd be like, OK, like here's my bag of gold coins, you know. I need, um, you know, I need a bunch of lumber or I need, uh, you know, I need these things, right, to, to, to run my life. But Kublai Khan was like, oh, no, 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 I have an idea for you. I'm going to give you a piece of paper 
So I'm going to take your gold and here's this really fancy piece of paper that I wrote all over and I drew on it. Isn't that cool? And, and at first these, these guys were like, hell no, that's not cool. Like I, <laughs> I don't want your stinking piece of paper. But then Kublai Khan did a really interesting thing because he was like, well, he's like, you have a choice. He's like, you can take the paper or I can kill you. <laughs> and they were all, they're all, hmm. They're all, let me, let me like do a little thinking about that. My life is as valuable as this paper. Hmm. <laughs> and so for, for some funny reason, they accepted the paper because they were like, I don't want to die. <laughs> so they're all, here are my concept. gems. And I guess I'll take your piece of shit paper. <laughs> I love it. But, Actually, the crazy thing about it is that the 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 concept took off, right? So, like all the uh, started issuing paper money, and so everyone was like, "Well, what's this piece of paper? Like, I just I, I was just getting rid. I was just getting used to the coins. Like, you gave me these coins instead of the goat, and now you want me to take the paper? You, know, you guys see where I'm going? Like, the the, the next evolution is like you know now because every credit cards. Well, it's not only like that, Bob, but people are sitting around right now and they're like, wait a minute. I used to have gold. I used to have a piece of paper, but now I get a Bitcoin. <laughs> what the hell's a Bitcoin? Yeah, I was wondering if the show was going to kind of make that uh, leap, but it didn't uh, it didn't go into crypto. I was I was curious if it was going to go there and sort of make that connection. Well, it started you know, talking I think about it's old, isn't well, no, 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 it? Show... They started talking about, you know, um, venturing into like the banking system and whatnot and so it, it was more around how uh giving the value of to something that really doesn't have value it, that i guess that was the the basic concept of the premise of the the show well it, it has and that's the thing that's why i make the analogy to crypto because it has value because humans have collectively decided right it value, that it has right. value because they are we they will become able to trade it but i think that one of the main messages that i got out of this is that you got to think of money as a technology right it's mm -hmm. a technology it's a it's a method of exchange and it's a technology and a trust system um yeah. now they did go do you guys probably caught the part they went into the part where they said one of the problems with paper money is that a lot of times governments there is a huge motivation to print a lot of it because mm. the more you print, familiar. right? The more you print of it, the more you can solve immediate problems. You can throw money right at immediate problems. And so I'm not trying to go off on some like, um, uh, what's it called? Um, what's it called? The, 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 uh, the political philosophy where you just believe in like no government or I just, just, uh, anarchy, just, uh, no libertarian libertarian. I'm, libertarian. Yeah, I'm not going on some libertarian trip here, but the point being, I, I think this kind of ties back to Bitcoin because again, when we talk about people love the concept, as you were saying, Jerry, like versus Doge, they love the concept with Bitcoin that there are only 21 million and three or 4 million have been lost. So there's really going to ever only be 18 million. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what what else did you guys think about that show? I mean, I, I, I just thought it was really neat. Well done. And it's something that I, I mentioned it to our audience because it's something that I think we in our lives, we also we never take time to stop and think about it. We just grow up in our culture and you just think, get a job, make money, you know, spend money. But right. we never think about what how did this all evolve? Right. Yeah. And why? I 
I think we, it, it, it is good that we talk about the stuff on, on the show because um, it isn't, like you said, Greg, it's evolution. This is we in our lifetime are actually experiencing an evolution in the currency and something that will be adopted. And But I, I want to maybe correct you a little bit because you're, you're putting an emphasis on Bitcoin. And I think what we, we need to look at is the cryptocurrencies or the alt currencies as a whole because I feel there will be the the ones that rise to the occasion. We already know that Ethereum's working its way there and pretty solid. And I think we will start to see um, a, a more refined list of cryptocurrencies that will be actively and acceptably traded globally. And I think that is a way how they will also be able to manage um, kind of the volatility because maybe they look at it and this is just idea bob's ideas is that maybe like a bitcoin is like a hundred dollar bill and ethereum is like a fifty dollar bill and Ooh. so when you go to make a purchase you'll you know it comes out to whatever so many dollars and you can say okay here's one bitcoin two ethereum um you know three doge whatever whatever you know and that equals that solid dollar amount through transaction and purchase. I, you know, who knows mm -hmm. where it evolves and goes to. Yeah. One of the interesting things you made me think of uh, Coinbase publishes a really good uh, study. They do analytics and uh, research on crypto. And one of the things they said is that stable coins are being used more right now as a medium of exchange over mm. Bitcoin and Ethereum. Mm. Yep. USD wow. tether tether. Tether is used more than <clears throat> Tether and um, USDC are being mm -hmm. used more than uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Just think yeah. about that. That is really interesting. Yeah. And, you know, R Ripple was trying to do that before they got all, I don't know what happened with the uh, S SCE, but uh, SEC. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that is, that is interesting. So, I, you know, I think. I mean, it, we're, we're living through, I think, another evolution. I think. Yeah. I don't think in five years we'll look back and say, well, gosh, that was all silly and now it's completely gone. It seems institutionalized now, right? It yeah. seems part of the part of the system. So, um, you know, we'll we'll go from there. Oh, can you get can you guys hold on one second? Sorry. Yeah. yeah? Another I just need another 20 minutes. Do you, we're doing the show. In the car? Yeah. Yeah. Trust me, Laura. We say the same thing. <laughs> Just go in the room, Greg. <laughs> you guys need the car? No. Oh, okay. Just for oh, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can keep that in the show. I love it. All right. Keep that in the show. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I love it. Um, that was my beautiful wife and my beautiful uh, she's daughter. Amazing. So it's very cool. Um, okay, where were we? So on to so I don't know, guys. It's it's interesting. I thought the show was was pretty cool. That's I loved cool. the way it was uh, was done. Um, but I don't know. For me, the bottom line is, money's a tool, right? Money's and money is a technology, uh, and just just use that information to realize how it can be harnessed for good, right? And how it can be harnessed to um, just sort of make things happen in the world. Um, you know, building wealth, all that stuff we talk about on our blog and on our show. Um, money's not everything, but it's a tool, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Um, hey guys, should we talk about NFT art and the update? 
let's let's do it. Do so it. you guys can call me crappy Picasso or dorky no. da Vinci. No, no, uh, it's got nothing to do with your uh, talent in art or drawing. <laughs> so, okay, audience, here's the deal. I I have we we put up two works of art, um, NFT works of art uh, that I made. One is Bitcoin themed and one is uh, Doge themed. And uh, I think they're cool, but I'm biased. I made them. You guys, I think you guys think they're cool. But uh, yeah, we do not have any bidders. But, you know, they've gotten a lot of likes. A lot of people have checked it out. Um, I have to say it was, it's been really fun doing it. I haven't given up yet, right? Maybe somebody will bid on it i'm not sure um we've gotten a lot of views that's true there's been a lot of views and that was partly because you had uh you you found a uh like a social media influencer promoter for the doge army right that was awesome and it was fun i had a really good time doing that i worked with that guy and he uh he got a lot of views people really loved the art but you know nobody bought it i i think let me ask you guys this i mean and you know here's the deal and I, I actually, I get it. I mean, you have to ask yourself, why would someone own, as much as I want somebody to buy our NFT, I would love if somebody bought the NFT, but why would someone want to own a digital cryptographic coded version of an artwork? And I can't honestly tell my audience and our audience why why we would want to own that. I, I would say I, maybe you think it's going to go up in value. A, I can tell you. Maybe it's going to earn royalties. Why do you think, Bob? This is because we, you know, (laughs) so let me start off by this. Um, I did just find out about a a stock investment uh, called MVIS. You guys, I've never heard of it. You've never heard of it? No, never. What's what's it stand for? uh, Microvision. So we'll have to go into a show on that (laughs) one of these days. So (laughs) for those listeners out there that are just hearing this, um, I'm a Microvision fanboy. Uh, MVIS. It, we have a whole show about it. There's guys. a whole show Check about out them. Fan, fanboy, you're the ringleader. Uh, yeah. Didn't you I'm tear? Not... Didn't you tear apart the new Hololens too? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, in Bob, Bob, in your defense, Microvision's done very well. So it's yeah. In, in this next week, cool. by the way, it's actually projecting yeah. to go up another hundred percent next week. Well, there so. you go. It's doing. It's doing um, nice. Doing so, very nice. I, so I, I, I mentioned Microvision because, so. I think the reason why this stuff will hold value is that as we start to move into a virtual augmented reality world, people will start to have engagements and relationships with people through their virtual world and invite people into it. And they will want to decorate their virtual space with pieces of art, quote unquote, that they own and, and lavish items and i think part of that is owning nfts if they can be the genuine owner of an nft maybe at some point in time it allows them to virtually load that piece of artwork into their space they can show it off to their guests that they bring into their environment bob you're a freaking genius you know just saying dude you just that that is just like you just Just, blew the lid off that one man that is so wild uh, to what you just said i go there sometimes that is so cool Okay, you know what? Then you know what? I'm gonna talk it up, guys. Check out the Money Vikings NFTs. Yeah, they are awesome. There's one two of a of kind. Them out there on auction right now. Amazing. They would one look of... great in your fake virtual home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you see Ready Player One, that's that's what I, I think. That is a very uh, I think Bob. You might, but you might be onto something though. Seriously, you really yeah. might be onto something. Stranger things have happened. That's where I see it going. 
You know what? Maybe here's the deal. I mean, Kublai Khan got people to <laughs> take on paper money. So you're going to threaten people if they don't buy your <laughs> yeah, NFT? You better your buy this NFT artwork. art or I'm going to key your car. <laughs> <laughs> key no, your we Tesla. better not do that. We better not do anything illegal. I don't no, like that. No. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see what happens, guys. But you know what? I do have some hope. I actually think somebody might buy it. Hey, I want. Can, can I... Um, can I touch on some uh the the sec updates real quick because i think they're pretty pretty important yeah i'm not sure how you're going from art to that but do uh, it. because you had mentioned something about the sec and okay. so and i may have been do a it. few minutes ago so it, it absolutely ties in to it okay so i th- this is big because this is actually gonna uh, this is gonna have an impact on trading full going forward that we all need to be aware of and and especially as you know the investors out there uh, that listen to us is um, so SEC just put into effect um, a, a revision to one of their exchange rules that um, in the past um, any sort of um, uh, like participant or market maker um, that was lending out shares to um, uh, to to get a, a stock shorted essentially right people shorting stocks. They were actually um, only required to have a um, hundred thousand dollars in net capital, no matter what was going on, how many shares they were lending out. Well, a new rule or uh, a new uh, uh, adjustment to that rule uh, now states that they have to have a hundred percent net capital of the shares they are lending out uh, uh, in the, going forward. So. We oh. may not see as many uh, shorts or actually naked shorts and uh, going forward on um, on securities. It may change the game. I, I uh, mean, frankly, Bob, I I'm I'm a fan of some of this stuff because I am too. Yeah, because Absolutely. you can't you can't have a system that's just as much as the GameStop thing and all that was fun. Right. I mean, you can't have a system that's constantly just. Um, it needs to balance itself out over time. I mean, most right. people are not going to be, I know the guy's a, a, a superstar, but no one's going to like be, not everybody's going to be sitting in their basement, fixated on GameStop with a group of Reddit followers, the Reddit right. army, like ready to like, like, you know, a lot of people That's not have reality. Yeah. A lot of people have a lot of things to do in life <laughs> and they need to like work. They need to raise their families, but you right. know, they also need to be able to build wealth. Right. You know? So, yeah. Uh, so, Anyway, it's a it's a great thing. I'm, you know, part of me is traditionalist and to value right. wealth building the old fashioned way, like actually producing products that people buy in the long run that improves the world and their lives. Yeah. And provides some sort of value added service. Um, so, yeah, that's I'm that's interesting. Bob. It's a, yeah. And, and I will say um, because of that, that also um, uh, contributed to actually what we saw in the market the other day. Um, so there was a lot of, uh, news media hype out there about because of the capital gains thing that came out through, you know, by the administration. Oh, that's why the market sold off. It actually was because of this. We saw, um, a lot of banks and hedges actually liquidating position to have that capital on hand. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why banks were selling bonds like crazy. It had nothing to do with capital gains tax, it had to do with actually liquidity to have, um, the net capital. Well, I think you just hit the nail on the head, Bob, with something that Jerry, that Jerry mentioned in the beginning of the show. Um, kind of that comment I made that was a little actually off base to say that Bitcoin plunged. You know, 
the 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 very very wealthy people like the buffets right they will yeah. tell you and like jack bogles and all those they'll tell you 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 have to just be very careful about what you're hearing in the media day to day right, right? because right. it's because it, it's it's to sell it's to sell advertising it's to it's to be sensational and so right. yeah if if people are making like serious investing decisions I understand playing around like we do with right. some money. Okay. But if people are making massive portfolio decisions based on like the things you're talking about, it's just, to me, that's not investing. It's not, you know, it, it, so it's pure, it's pure gambling. Yeah. And I, I just think that there, there's a place for gambling. I get it. But at the end of the day, like, I mean, that's why I like to send you, I mean, we like to talk about it all the time. We have on our blog, our sleep at night portfolio. Yeah. And I know we all have various, um, uh, variations on it. Um, you know, and, and I think, you know, I think Jerry, you do a good job of, I think you, you're, you think a lot about balancing and cycles. Um, and, uh, to me that's investing and yeah. sort of smart investing, but yeah, I mean, Jerry, well, we, Jerry's our mad scientist when it comes to options too. <laughs> he, yeah, he, is. he pulls yeah, some he stuff is. and I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. And it's just I amazing. I mean, it amazes me. I'm dumbfounded when I hear him talk about it, but he, you're just a wizard when it comes to oh, well, options. Thank you. And... I, I try to do different experiments. <laughs> and uh... But I mean, you, 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 you learn something along the way. You learn more about how you are as an investor. I mean, that's yeah. the whole point of our site is like all these ideas so that you can figure out sitting here saying like, Here's the one true way that you must follow. Right. There is no one true way. No, there's, there's, a, there's, yeah, there's developing your own techniques and your own uh, style, um, which is what we're all about. Um, so, and, yeah, that, that's the end of the cool day, options. we're not financial advisors. No, no we this are is not, not financial our, advice. No, no, <laughs> nothing nay. on our show is financial. Nope, nope. It's pure entertainment. That's yes. right. Um, hey, speaking of entertainment, guys. Uh, it is time to it is time to wrap up our entertaining show. Um, you guys got any final thoughts before I close this out? I'm just uh, you know you know we're gonna good gonna run up. So next next week for me, I'm I'm um, I'm actually gonna probably go full frontal on Microvision and, and expose That's myself. That's a sight. Yeah, right. You're welcome. Um, I'm I'm probably going to be exposing myself a little more than I feel comfortable uh, with it, but I'm pretty confident there's um, that it, it could it could at least we could see it another seventy five to eighty uh, percent this next. When week. you go full full frontal, do just multiple lasers come out? Like oh yeah, lasers come Dude, out of like there's every... so much there's so much lidar and mims that comes out of my full frontal. It's okay, amazing. it's a family friendly show. Okay, okay, <laughs> we get it. <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah how about you jerry yeah um i don't know i'm just gonna try and see if i can get more uh interest earned from this uh anchor protocol uh safely uh maybe i can get it down to a little bit more uh easier to to follow process and and, and do that but uh other than that you know i've got some some covered calls that uh i may uh roll out another month nothing too exciting a few uh few strangles uh i think i bought some uvxy last yeah. week so maybe i'll i'll add to that if uh if things if the market's doing really well and hopes for uh you know if, if there is a crash and then obviously uh mavis i'm uh excited about that i've got some options in mavis and uh i think Good. i've got a 15 dollar call that expires in june and i've got 
some others in uh, my holdings. I've got, I think, I think I've got a hundred shares at the twenty dollar cost basis, which is so they're still not profitable yet. But uh, I'm holding on to those. You'll, see what you'll happens get there. Yeah, you'll get there. I, you know, and and I do want to say something just really quick on your UVXY. Um, it, that is a very smart play right now because I I will say um, there is a, a extreme increase in um, the the bullish sentiment of the VIX, um, you know, going, so, uh, May 19th, um, $31.4 million bullish to the 9.3 bearish on the VIX. And then for July 21st, 56.9 million bullish, 5.5 million bearish. So there's a lot of, um, uh, people out there a that are bull out there. A lot of people are saying that in, it's either mid-May or mid-July we are going to see the, a massive correction in the market. So just um, head, have a sleep at night portfolio. Have a yeah, sleep n- at nobody night. nobody knows, but nobody knows. Uh, but but uh, UVXY is so freaking cheap right now. Oh, it's, it's just cheap. Couldn't help myself. Mm. Absolutely, gentlemen. It is always a pleasure. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you very much to our audience. Thank you very much for sharing our show. Um, it, it is really awesome doing this. Um, it was it was uh, Shakespeare's birthday last week, so I'm going to uh, rock us out with a Shakespeare quote. Hmm. I am a fan of the Bard, and so uh, thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Favorite Shakespeare quotes, all the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances, and one man or woman in his or her time plays many parts. Mm. Here, here. <laughs> here, here. All right, guys. It. It's been awesome. Crypto Picasso. I mean, uh, crappy Picasso is out on this end. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. financial professionals and this podcast is designed for entertainment purposes only we are regular folks who do research and present opinions to an audience in a fun way our opinions should not be construed with the views of any organizations we may be affiliated with this podcast does not represent the thoughts intentions plans, strategies of our employers it only represents the opinions of the authors if you need specific guidance on your own financial situation please consult a financial fiduciary professional.